Hey, in today's show, there's new details reveals about the transformation of Epcot. Magic Band Plus is launching this summer. Hey, Disney is coming also later this summer at Walt Disney World. Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more on this week's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right. Hey, welcome to this week's show. I am not Park Hopper John. I am Tony Casanova. <laughs> and sitting in for Park Hopper John is our good friend Edward, or as we're now going to call him, Fast Eddie. Uh, Fast Eddie. Oh, yeah. And, hey, you got to be a patron to know how we got that name. So um, let's start with, did you do anything uh, Disney interesting this week? End. Yes, actually, I did. My uh, my For my birthday, my dad got me a night at uh, resort. So Ooh. I spent the night at the hotel, even though I live uh, 20 minutes from there. But it was awesome. Okay. Uh, I went to the Magic Kingdom because for my birthday, I'm going to do what I want. So I request off work every year, and I don't tell anybody because I don't like being bothered. I ate at Steakhouse 71 for breakfast. Nice. Uh, oh, lunch. Lunch. I got lunch there because okay. I wanted to sit at the bar, and they're like, it's not up until lunch. So I was like, all right, I'll wait. So I waited till lunch. Had a phenomenal lunch. Mm-hmm. Terrible service at the bar. I mean, yeah. one of the worst definitely the worst service experience i've had this year wow oh yeah it took him 35 minutes to get my um my order wow and i only know because i had a video on and i started it when i sat down at the bar and 35 minutes later then i um had my order taken uh it took an hour and 45 minutes to get lunch service at a bar at the uh steakhouse 71 and then i have not had that experience there uh well i've i've had table service three times and Every single time I've had table service, phenomenal service. The mm. bar, I, they, they, uh, I think they got had dopey back there. But um, so, uh, and then I rode Space Mountain and, and did a couple rides, and then I shot off to the hotel and hung out at the hotel. And then, uh, you know, my alarm didn't go off, so I was, I was late for uh, for work the next day. But you know, I got to spend a little extra time in the hotel. So sure didn't go off. <laughs> you sound skeptical. Um, and then uh-huh, uh, uh-huh, I saw uh-huh. <laughs> I saw Doctor Strange on Thursday uh, at 6, early showing. Okay. Uh, and then I went to um, – I had breakfast at Ale and Compass mm-hmm. on Sunday. And you like that? That was um, – oh, man, $23. I know. So you think, hey, it's a pretty good deal for a, a breakfast buffet when Trails mm-hmm. in 20, mm-hmm. 23 for – Way higher quality. It's Alan Compass. It includes a drink, mm-hmm. as long as it's not alcoholic. So I was like, okay, that's even better deal. Plus my 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 discount for being an AP, so it's like twenty bucks. Yeah. Oh, but by the way, what you didn't, what they don't tell you is, you also get an entree on top of the buffet mm-hmm. and the free free drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a good I deal. walked out of there feeling like I stole stuff out of the kitchen. Honestly, it yeah. was. I mean, I got shrimp and grits, plus the you know. Everything else, everything yeah. else on the buffet, and right. um, I will. That is right at the top, if not at the very top of my breakfast list at Disney now. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Yeah, my girlfriend just ate there, and really enjoyed it. I've only been for lunch or dinner, uh, but that was before the pandemic, so I haven't been back since. But I just recently you... made a reservation to go back for uh, dinner. For breakfast? Uh, no. Oh, not dinner. For dinner. Yeah. Do they have the buffet for dinner? No, it's a regular okay. menu. Yep. It's Tony, good. do yourself a favor. Please do yourself a favor. Go there for breakfast and tell me, yeah. tell I'm me not a breakfast what you person. Think. I hate breakfast. Me too. And I loved it. My mom I'd eat is cold pizza breakfast, for breakfast so. if people would allow me. I mean, you can get shrimp and grits. That's what I got. And shrimp and grits is uh, a dinner yeah. item. All right. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. I might be able to figure it out. Yeah. What about you? How was your Disney weekend? Oh, I heard a, a little rumor yeah. that you were having some fun pretty close to where I was having my breakfast. Oh, yeah, I was. I was on Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh man, that's, that's so, a sound effect. Uh, yeah, so May 8th was the first day of AP preview. Uh, we got to Epcot early in the morning. So I'll give you the whole complicated story. Mm-hmm. So I made my uh, pass preview for the 8th. And when I did it, there were people on my list. And I'm like, well, I'm not going with them. Let me take them off and I'll add the person I am going with. And it wouldn't let me do that. So I just took them off and I said, all right, well, you know, she'll go in and she'll pick the same day, same time. And we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't the case. She couldn't get that time. They were all gone. Mm-hmm. So she made hers for the following weekend, but we're not going to be here. We're going to be in Pennsylvania. We forgot all about that. So um. then we said, all right, let's get you at least a pass to, uh, couldn't get her into Epcot that day, a theme park pass. So we got her what? one. Yeah. So we got her one for Magic Kingdom. And our plan oh, was we parked at Epcot. We were going to take the monorail over to uh, Magic Kingdom, tap in Magic Kingdom 2 o'clock because mine wasn't, preview wasn't until 2.30, pop into Epcot, go to the preview, and she'd be fine. I like where your head's at. Right. So I'm, I'm thinking. So we got to Epcot early in the morning, and we see, like, the <laughs> event uh, entrance, you know, set up way off to the side. So we would go over there. Uh, I went to the bathroom, and she says, hey, you know, uh, do you think I'd be able to come in, you know, at 2 o'clock? And she's like, you know what? Why don't you just go to guest services and see if they can swap out your Magic King Kingdom theme park pass reservation for an Epcot one. So we go wow. over there, and, and he's like, yeah, I'll I cancel that. Adds uh, an Epcot on there. So we we both went in. Now, oh, her problem nice. was that she didn't have a Guardian's preview. So we get okay. to the Guardian's check-in, you know, where they're tapping everybody's magic band. And we kind of stood on the side where the supervisor was standing because we figure she doesn't have one. If we're going to have to beg, let's do it to a supervisor, not to a cast member who's going to tell us no, get the hell out of here. Yeah, absolutely. So we did that, and uh, m- mine obviously clicked yes, and hers said no. And the supervisor's like, yeah, just go ahead. It doesn't matter. So it was actually my girlfriend and somebody else, two extra people piggybacked on my uh, preview. Wow. We got there right at 2.30 when mine started, and uh, we waited about an hour before we got to ride. It was a pretty long queue. Um, Yeah. It went all the way outside by uh, Connections Cafe, all the way almost to Club Cool. That's where the line started. And wow, is, is that part of the actual extended queue that they're going to have when this no, actually this opens, is or was this pre- just for the no, preview? No, this is just for the preview thing, I, I okay. believe. It, it won't be like okay. that, because it, that's well, not a, a sustainable where they have it. Um, well, they typically have extended queues. I know in Avatar, Flight of Passage, they don't, and they yeah. like make you queue up in like Africa. But yeah. like typically for these places, they have an extended queue. It's like a little extra queue outside. Yeah. Like Big Thunder Railroad yeah. has one, right? It's, yeah. It's yeah. outside, and it swirls around. By they the don't have any kind of structure thing outside. If, it, if they do, it's going to be, oh. you know, uh, temporary, you know, things. They were using masking tape. That was our queue, <laughs> masking tape. Oh. Oh, my goodness. This is not going to go well. I'm just telling you guys right now, yeah. Memorial Day. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so we rode Guardians. Uh, the inside uh, queue area is really nice, well air-conditioned. <laughs> it's, it's, <Ta>. new. <laughs> it's new. It's <laughs> new. Uh, very nice. There's a, a couple of, you know, nice pre-show things. Why is my watch doing that? Um <laughs> Pre-show elements. The, the pre-show, but the queue has some things, elements, and then the, mm-hmm. there's a pre-show, which was good, and then there's another ramp up to the loader area. So it's almost like Toy Story Mania. You go down um, one area, and then it splits okay. to a left load and a right load, almost like Space Mountain, Alpha, Beta track kind of thing. Alpha, Omega, yep. So the track, if you're looking down the area... The track to the right uh, uses the switch track that goes out and under uh, where you walk, where you walk over. Oh, so, okay. So, we, so that's a little bit longer track because it has to go around. Uh, okay. The other one is not. Uh, so you go, you coast, la 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 la, and then you get to a point, and that's when the ride starts, <laughs> and you go backwards. Oh. 
You go backwards uh, at okay. way faster speed than Everest. I mean, well, we're talking like rock and roller coaster speed, ba- backwards. I didn't even know it went backwards. Yes, it goes backwards. I, I should have closed my ears. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of great elements. So, okay. Uh, since this can go 360, you are not ever really facing forward. Very briefly. Okay. But if they're if they have to go, if you're facing right and they have to make you go left, they will take the longest way to make you spin just uh-huh. so because they can spin it. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Uh, and, and I'm sure it's where they hide the show elements, right? It's kind of like the Haunted Mansion where yeah. it, it spins yeah. you towards the show elements. Yeah. There is one part where you're going into this room, what seems like another room. It's, it's the largest indoor coaster, right? But there is a screen mm-hmm. yeah. that is huge. I mean, it makes the Star Wars screen look like a tiny picture-in-a-picture screen. This thing is monster. What? So it's bigger than Gringotts? It, it, I haven't been on that. I can't tell you, but this thing oh, okay. is monster. And Gringotts it is like 360. You know, it's yeah. almost 360. Um, and then there's a part where you're kind of like going down towards Earth, and you're kind of going in this, you know, kind of spiral thing. And they have you mm-hmm. tilted and facing downward. So it feels like you're circling the drain as you <laughs> go down. It was a very cool effect. But I will say this. I don't typically get motion sickness. What I get motion sickness on is Star Tours. Uh, not on Everest, okay. not on Coaster. Uh, mission know, Space? Mi- uh, mission Space, no. Don't get nauseous oh, okay. on that either. Space um, Mountain uh, is very jerky for me. Dinosaur is very jerky for me. This is the smoothest, quietest coaster I've seen Disney built in a very long time. Uh, wow. There's wow. no click of brakes. You hear nothing. There's no sound at all. You're like, is this thing on? <laughs> that, so it's all magnetic. Nice. Yeah, it must be. And uh, very smooth ride. Uh, a lot of great visual effects. Uh, there's five songs that you can get. We got two. We got one the first time, and then we—I'll tell you that in a second. But we wrote a second time. Um, so, so, so it's like Mission Breakout. Have you been on Mission Breakout in California? No, no, I haven't. Okay, been they have—they have, have five different tracks. Plus, yeah. they have a Halloween overlay yeah. that has a special song just for Halloween. Yeah. So, ooh, okay, that's yeah. that's something that might yeah. happen too. Yeah. What's missing from this is there are no zero Zilcho animatronics you're oh. it's like not even the only in the characters you see you, nope not even in the queue the only characters you wow. see are on screens hmm. um i also read that there are 45 minutes of guardians footage that um was shot specifically for this attraction hmm. which is a lot yeah. because james yeah. gunn was doing the last movie, this, and the holiday special all at the same time. He shot all three things because this is his last uh, round with Guardians, and then he's done. So, yeah, what uh, I heard was typically they'll have a, a day during the shooting schedule mm-hmm. where they'll have like the normal shooting schedule. Let's say it's Monday through Friday for six mm-hmm. weeks, and then there'll be a Saturday where they'll have the crew come in, and they'll do all these extra things for the theme park that they need to do for the theme park, and they get yeah. paid for like an extra day. Yeah, yeah. Um when I was done with the first ride, uh, I said to the people I realized, I said, listen, this is the best thing Disney Imagineering's built in the last 10 years. Wow. This, this is really wow. off the hook. Great ride. A lot of fun. I laughed the entire time. Uh, the seats are very comfortable, even for people of size. Will not have a problem. There's only a little lap bar that goes down in between your legs. It's not a big lap bar thing, harness thing. It's very easy to get in and out, plenty of space. They make the openings, you know, tiny. You can actually, you know, you know. I, I think they actually finally learned their lessons. Like, Mine Train was a disaster, I think, for a person of size. You know, that uh, thing is horrible. Um, I, I like it. I, I feel like I well, can actually... Well, you're a small um, person, so yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm almost, I'm like 190 pounds, 6 feet tall. Yeah, I'm yeah, not a, yeah, a yeah. small person. Yeah, okay. 
So uh, we got off that, and here's the weird thing. The exit thing is – the exit thing you have to go – you have to go up a set of stairs and then down a set of stairs. And when you get off this, your legs – like my legs were like jelly. I was like, holy crap. You know, my brain was Was it a was long ride? Very long. Very long okay. ride. Okay, so that could yeah. be part of it too. Is the law the length of the it experience is. with the? Uh, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's very long ride. It's not short. There's a couple times where you think it's going to end, and it does not. I was like, oh, this is the end. And like, poof. you take off oh. again. I'm like, oh my god, thank God, no, maybe not. See, I like that. I always think if you're gonna wait for hours for something, it should be yeah. longer than a couple minutes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I I should have clocked how long it was. I didn't. Uh, but I, I'm going back so. I'll do it again, but well, right, so I'm, we, I'm going tomorrow. So, oh yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. how long it is. So yeah. we got out, and there were some cast members, you know, by the entrance because we were there were no was, there was nobody in the queue. We were the last group to go through the queue, and everybody wow. I guess had gone through and, and was all gone. So I think the last one you have what three thirty? We have three thirty tomorrow. Yeah, I think three thirty is the last load queue. So 3.30 to 4.30, I think that hour block is the last, and then it's, it's shut down for the day. So we were leaving, and there were some cast members there. My uh, girlfriend was asking, you know, how is the Daz Pass going to work for this? Um, mm -hmm. And they're like, well, we're not really sure yet. They haven't given us, you know, the complete instructions on, you know, how are you going to do it. Uh, and what we'll talk about later is there's going to be a virtual queue. So the guy's like, you know, we're doing uh, some Daz testing now if you want to go try it out. And we're like... Uh, yeah. Nice. So, we're like, can you give us, like, ten minutes? Because we'd like to just go get something to drink because <laughs> we're a little on the edge of uh, seasickness here. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, yeah, yeah, go, go. So, we told the cast members, hey, you know, we're coming back. We're just going to Connections Cafe to get some. So, we went, got something to drink. We went back. We rode again. And it was uh, spectacular. Twice. Wow. Um, so... Was it better the second time? It was just as good. It was just as good. Okay. Different song. I didn't know if the song was better. Yeah, you said the song songs, was better. So. Uh, okay. The song was, uh, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a Blondie song. Uh, I can't think of it. Uh, It'll come to uh, me. Bet, better, better Than uh, Brownies? Is that the name of the song? No. By Blondie? No. Better Than Brownies? No. No? I don't uh, know who Blondie is. Sorry, I don't yeah. really listen to music. Uh, no. Uh, we did have lunch, though, at the Connections Cafe, uh, which is That's new. where I want to go. Yeah. It's huge. Huge, huge, huge. Think of, like, the uh, electric umbrella with the upstairs and the downstairs flattened out mm. into one giant building. That's what they did. Wow. They, they took the same footprint plus some of the electric umbrella and just dropped this building in its place. Uh, wow. There's no upstairs now. It's only downstairs. But it is huge. Capital There's a U. whole Starbucks area, plus two kitchens, plus two ordering areas, and then the entire wow. eating area. And there's a lot of spaces that are not tables. So if you just want to go inside and charge your phone and get in some air conditioning, it is perfect for that. It is oh, okay. Or, or do they have more like handhelds, uh, you know, something that you could bring over to that and just it's got its own little tote and it'd be easy to eat like cheese fries or is it stuff that you need kind of a knife and a fork you gotta actually no the there's a part. lot of sandwiches there's sides there's shakes there's desserts yeah oh, okay. there's stuff from starbucks too all their you know nice. goodies and ha sandwiches and things salads and little cheese things that you can uh eat anywhere but it was just nice that they thought of places that, oh, you're not going to really want to it, – it's not for sitting down at a table, but you just want to sit down, yes. maybe have a drink, talk with your family, charge your phone, whatever. Almost every play, every booth, every table had some kind of charging uh, area. You know, it was usually down underneath. Mm -hmm. As long as you bring your cable, you can charge away, my friends, and it's free. I've always said I never understood why Disney didn't build more indoor seating because at the end of the day, if somebody wants to pay you 100 or 150 or whatever the mm -hmm. daily price of a ticket is yeah. nowadays to sit inside in your air conditioning, yeah. why wouldn't you give them that opportunity? Yeah. And there's a whole lot of outside space, specifically in Epcot, mm -hmm. and I only know because 
You know how it is in June, July, August. It's pouring. Yeah. It's pouring yeah. down rain, yep. and we get stuck in these buildings, and mm-hmm. it's so far to the next building. Even mm-hmm. if you wear a poncho, your feet are soaked up to your yeah. ankles. Yeah. And so I think being able to utilize more covering, more in inside space, more space like the Connections mm-hmm. Cafe, yeah. and if they could exp- – if that really gets used a lot, who knows? This expansion of yeah. the front of the park might be just what Epcot needed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think this is a really, really good start to what they're trying to do in the front of the park. We'll see what, you know, the rest of it brings. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, some of the transformation in the upcoming story. But, um, yeah, I really like the place. The food was good. Uh, here's the weird thing. They actually serve it on real, uh, dinnerware <laughs> and there's actually real knives and forks for now until they see how know. many knives and forks go in the garbage. I don't know. I hope, I hope it stays because it was nice. You know, got food on a tray, got food on an actual plate and got actual silverware. So. Yeah. I was like, oh. How much do you think a utility steward is going to cost in a couple of years? I mean, right now, what is the minimum wage? Twenty dollars. So the yeah. person who cleans all of those, and I'm sure they're going to need more than one to do mm-hmm. that job, mm-hmm. costs a certain amount, and so does the uh, the soap we'll machine see. and the dish. They'll, they'll just raise the and... price of the sandwich. That's all. Okay. Hey, if that's what you're hoping, I'm I'm thinking they're going to cut it for. Uh, hey, remember, guys, it's quick service. Spit it on out. Yeah. No, the food was really good. So, uh, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, allergy-friendly, gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free, dairy, meat-free options on that menu. I, you can have whatever you want there. It, it, I think. Is it real food? Yeah, yeah, it's real good. Okay. Yeah, my I burger. I full of calories. My burger was not a pre-processed hockey puck that you get at. You know, Tomorrowland Cafe that's par blanche somewhere else and then, you know, thrown on a grill for grill marks. This oh, was God, actual that. beef that was actually, you know, I think a, if they didn't hand form the patty, mm-hmm. well, kudos to them because it was really a good tasting burger that was not uh, pre-processed or par wow. blanche. Okay, I will give a burger a shot because I know I was at, um, I, I took the Skyliner over mm. to Caribbean Beach and mm. I ate at a not the main area in Caribbean beach, but like the secondary area in Caribbean beach. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a few things on the menu at the original place I was looking at, but it was like a burger. And I was like, I know how Disney does burgers, but if, if that's the way they're doing burgers there, I will definitely give that a shot yeah. because I like a good burger. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. All right. Uh, you ready for some news, Mr. Edward? Yeah. Why not? All right. Let's get into the news. the news and now disney parks podcast news new details revealed about the transformation of epcot right on brand as international festivals continue to become more of an integral part of the epcot experience disney imagineers are creating new spaces that will bring these events into the hearts of the park in the new world celebration neighborhood In several new artist concept renderings released today, you can see how the transformation of Epcot will take shape as you walk past Spaceship Earth and begin your journey throughout the park. World Celebration will offer a beautiful hub divided into several different gardens with a central planter based on the five-ring Epcot logo. Filled with ample seating and shade, you'll be invited to connect with one another and nature around you in a lush new area. Each of these gardens will have their own identities and they'll change along with the festivals throughout the year. At night, the gardens will take on a whole new life, as you can see here. They're designed to enjoy, be enjoyed in the round, where lighting immerses you in the nighttime experience that will evolve through the seasons. This all surrounds Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza, a multi-use facility and outdoor event space, respectively, that bring the park's international festivals to the center of Epcot. Communicore Plaza will have the flexibility to host intimate music performances that extend out into nearby gardens, as you can see as well as large-scale concerts. Communicore Hall will be a flexible exhibition and gallery space, offering a wide variety of experiences that highlight art, live music, food, complete with a demonstration kitchen, and more. In addition, adjacent to Communicore Hall will be a new Mickey and Friends location where you can meet some of your favorite Disney pals. This new facility uh, is inspired by the original Epcot aesthetic 
apparent throughout the park's transformation, including the timeless triangular geometry most predominantly featured in Spaceship Earth. Even the Communicore name reaches back to the origins of Epcot, while also emphasizing the park's central idea of community. Yeah. So it sounds like, to me, they're going to try to sell the park twice by the way they're doing this. It's a lot of event space, meeting space, group space, connect together. Um, and, and we all know that Future World opens up first, and it's open for a few hours, and then they open up World Showcase, and that's kind of where people flow to. Then they go and flow to the back. And so if they then close the front of the park early and allow some of these convention groups that are staying at the Yacht and Beach Club and Swan and Dolphin and, and the adjacent hotels or maybe even coming over on the monorail from the Magic Kingdom areas and bringing them into the park, now they can sell these things $100, $200, $300 to um, groups while roping off World Plaza and still letting the regular day guests go there. That's, that's what it's sounding like yeah. to me. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit more than that. I think that they're trying, you know, with food and wine or flower and card, all the booths are around World Showcase, right? So where do most mm -hmm. people go? Yep. World Showcase. So Absolutely. I always say the park for me is two different places. If I'm going to some restaurant in World Showcase for dinner or lunch, I never go to the front of park. I just do what I do in the back and then I leave. Mm -hmm. Or yep. if I'm going because I want to ride soren and test track and other things i go to the mm -hmm. front of the park and i never go to the back of the park so for, okay for me it's always two separate things and i think they're yeah. trying to cross that bridge uh you know they're bringing the elements of the festival mm -hmm. in the front of the park they're going to put the music yeah. there they're going to put the booths there and it's going to be the demonstrations the kitchens are going to be there so it's going to be in the front of the park so that they can keep you in the front where the money is as I would like yeah, to but I, th I think then they're going to have that same problem as no one's going to go to the back of the park. And that's always the key in designing parks is you want to drive people to the back corners of the park. So well, I, I think I, they're going to do I that. I always started with attractions, yeah. putting attractions in that's every right. single That's what they're going to do. Okay, yes. perfect. I, I would love that. Yeah. I've, I've said that from the very beginning. There's no reason why there isn't a, a ride in every single that's land. Because if you do that, the goal. Epcot could theoretically become the greatest park in the entire world. I'm not saying it will, but it, it, it could go up there and rival Tokyo Disney Sea just on having the volume of Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. with the festivals, with mm -hmm. the food culture, with the culture of the world. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a really, really tough recipe to beat. Yeah, they're definitely going to put some IP in every single uh, World show, world Showcase pavilion. That's the goal, yeah. is to put something we hope. in every pavilion. They so. haven't been willing to invest money, though, for so... I mean, how many decades has it yeah. been? And they just wow. have not been willing to invest money back there. So I'm really hoping that they do, because there were some really cool attractions that got scrapped yeah. that were supposed well, to be Well, they've taken there. over Norway, and they've taken over Morocco. So that's two. Yeah. Two down. Yeah, to go. I want to see. I want to see a uh, a Spider-Man type ride, uh, but with Aladdin in Morocco. I think if you did something like that, you you got the Ratatouille, mm -hmm. then you'd have that, and then mm -hmm. we, you know, rotate around. Mary Poppins attraction. Let's bring that back yeah. to England. Now you yeah. have three in a nice little corridor, and you yeah. just work your way around. And, but but I mean, how long? How many decades have people been saying that they should do something like? We'll this? see. And they we'll just see. haven't. So yeah, yeah I I agree. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some new things uh, coming to Walt Disney World uh, this summer. One is the Magic Band Plus. Uh, and then, hey, Disney. Uh, so the Magic Band Plus is beginning to sculpture. Uh, it's going to bring the sculptures to life. Uh, you may have seen those golden statues for the 50th anniversary throughout Walt Disney World theme parks for the 50th anniversary. Well, soon you will be able to use your Magic Band Plus. To bring the sculptures to life, interact with them on uh, the Disney Fab 50 quest that I assume is going to be a little scavenger hunt. You also dive deep mm -hmm. into the experience using Play Disney Parks mobile app to keep track of your sculptures you found. You'll find more. You will hold on. Let's go. The the more you find, the more features you can unlock with the digital achievements and augmented reality features that will give you the glimpse into your favorite characters' worlds. They are really hanging on to this Play Disney mobile app. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, they're trying. 
Yeah, exactly. I tried too. When when Galaxy's Edge first opened, I tried mm-hmm. to use it. It was cumbersome. It was difficult. The it didn't recognize where I was mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Um, the games didn't make sense. They weren't fun. They weren't entertaining, mm-hmm. engaging, and the queues are so beautiful. And and specifically the queue in um, um, uh, not. Uh, rise the other one smugglers yeah uh, you know if you listen to the droids talk it tells a story mm-hmm. and it's very entertaining mm-hmm. and it tells kind of the story of the work environment mm-hmm. um that hondo runs um and you lose that when you're lost in your phone so i i don't know why they're holding so tightly to this but yeah. they are uh, over at uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Magic Band will invite you to join Star Wars Batuu Bounty Hunters experience, where you'll be able to use your band to find numerous virtual bounties uh, hidden throughout Black Spire. Magic Band Plus will be your guide, vibrating and lighting up to show you that you're on the right path. You can use the augmented reality thermal viewer in the Play Disney Parks app, which reveals what's behind locked doors in Black Spire and uncover your virtual bounty. Uh, also, experience nighttime spectaculars in a new way with your Magic Band Plus. You will ab- you will also be able to experience nighttime spectaculars in a new way as you will see your Magic Band Plus light up and complement the magic in the skies. It's a dazzling way for you to join the celebration and create unforgettable memories. Now, this is along the uh, kind of idea of the ears that light up. Glow with, glow with the show. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Well, glow here's the, the thing. Here's the thing, people. You can't see your ears light up. You're on your head. You can see other people's, but nobody had them on. So it was a very useless thing, and this is going to be the yeah. same thing. Unless you're going to be sitting there looking at your watch the whole time. Your That's what I was band, thinking. It's going to be a useless activity. Why at theme parks are we trying to get people to look down at the devices they own? Yeah. Why are we getting them to look at the spaces we're creating? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, these are going to be available this summer. Your Magic Band, your Disney Magic Mobile, all those things that you will still be useful. They're just not going to have these extra features that the Magic Band Plus is going to be uh, having. Ooh. Uh, also coming to Disney World is the new voice assistant called Hey Disney. Uh, this is a great partnership with Amazon. <laughs> There's a magical new digital voice assistant ready to bring Disney characters and stories to life. And it's called Hey Disney. Uh, it's using oh, no. Alexa technology. And <laughs> so nobody's device or supported by your Amazon Echo device. Where you'll be able to ask useful questions, weather forecasts, set timers, alarms, etc. You'll get answers from more than 25 popular characters, including Mickey Mouse, Olaf, Rocket, Groot, Princess Tiana, and many, many more. Plus, when you stay at a select Disney resort, you can use Hey Disney to learn helpful information about your vacation. Order room amenities and more. Mm. Wondering when the next bus to Epcot leaves or need to request more towels for your room? Just ask. Hey, Disney. (laughs) Hey, Disney will begin to roll out at select Disney Resort guest rooms uh, throughout Walt Disney World late this year as part of the 50th anniversary. Uh, Accesses will offer an optional complimentary feature during guest days. Hey, Disney will also be available for purchase for supported Amazon Echo devices via the Amazon Alexa Skill Store, inviting Disney fans to make every day at home more magical in the future. Magic Band Plus will work with your Hey, Disney by pairing with supported uh, devices to enhance some Hey, Disney experience. More details will be released soon. So there you go. Yeah. The thing is, I don't. I don't understand. Why is it Hey Disney and why isn't it Hey Mickey? I get it. You know, Alexa is just Alexa. Yeah. That is mainly for the people who are listening at home, and now <coughs> they get to talk to their device. But <coughs> why isn't it Hey Mickey? Hey Bob Paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he wanted that one. They probably vetoed that. Uh. Yeah. It should be. It should be a character. It should be whatever character you want it to be. You know, like Mickey, Buzz, Woody, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, that's a great way to make it unique and different yeah. and special. Yeah, and I think for all you uh, paranoid people in the world, 
um, you will be able to turn this off, you know, because it is a device mm -hmm. that does listen to the room. Uh, yeah. And if you're paranoid that NSA or somebody's listening, CIA, uh, I'm sure you can either unplug or just turn it off. Too. Somebody's always listening and it's always yes. recording and then there's nothing yeah. anybody can do about it. Yeah. So even when it's off, it's not off. I mean, I, the thing I hate, the thing that drives me nuts is when I'm having a conversation with somebody about something and then I get an ad for something related to it like an hour later mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was talking to my boss about that today. It was like O&E insurance, which is something architects need. And he, I had mentioned that I was taking my test um, to get my license through NCARB. Um, and I have to pass a certain amount of tests, and then I'm a licensed architect, right? Um, and the day we had talked about it, I went home and I started getting ads for opening up my own practice and getting the O&E insurance. And I was like, well, I've never looked this up once in my life. Mm -hmm, Why mm -hmm. am I getting this? Yep. And it, it's just irksome. Yep. Yep. It is crazy stuff. Very crazy. All right. What's going on over at uh, Gadani, Edward? Well, there are several public areas uh, that are going to be refurbished over the next five to six months. Websites WWW, uh, the website WDW News Today was among the first to report that several public spaces at Kadani Village will be undergoing refurb between now and October of this year. Among the areas featured in the project are the resort's bus stops, survival of the fittest fitness center, and the barbecue pavilion. These amenities will all remain available to guests. However, they'll be subject to partial closures and potentially reduced services. In late summer, the Savannah Overlook areas off the main lobby will be refurbished. So think after Labor Day, typically. Construction will alternate between locations, leaving some viewing spaces accessible to guests while others will be refurbed. Construction will be limited to daytime hours. Thank God. And these projects are expected to wrap up by early October 2022 so that they can open up new attractions and the new fiscal year can start off with a bang. Kadani Village's Suwami Springs Pool recently reopened after a lengthy refurbishment. Guest rooms at both Kadani Village and Jumbo House are due for extensive refurbishments as early as 2023. Disney has yet to reveal any information about the formal timelines of this project, but we will let you know about the latest updates. When's the last time you were at Animal Kingdom lodged? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Went to Jico. I know a uh, zookeeper there, and I was supposed to go there oh. and see some animals this weekend, but oh. I, I got busy. So, unfortunately, oh. I just hung out at Yacht Club. But I got to go back at some point in time. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Last week's trivia question was this in the Carousel of Progress. What is the name of the wife slash mother? And that name is Sarah. And oh. Dave is the winner. So, Dave, good luck to you. All right. This week's trivia question is this, kids. What's the name of Meredith's mom from Brave? If you know. I'm going to go with Dave on this one. I think it's Dave. All right. That's his answer. If you know the right answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Don't take my answer. All right. Hey, coming up, uh, Guardians is going to be opening up May 27th, and it will open up with, guess what? A virtual queue. Uh, a cosmic... way to put more money in Paychex pocket? Yep. Uh, Cosmic Rewinds uh, launches into Epcot on May 27th. Guests will be able to access the attraction via virtual queue only. Guests may only guests may also have the opportunity to purchase Lightning Lanes, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> at this time, there will be no standby queue. Guests will need to use either the uh, My Disney Experience app to join the virtual queue or to make the purchase for their Lightning Lane entry. Virtual queue may only be used once per day wow. for this attraction. So you can't go in the queue early in the morning, get on the ride, and then go back and do it again. So one per customer, please. Hey, at least everybody will get served that way, right? Exactly. Uh, more details will be revealed uh, soon. Look for that on the My Disney Experience app or the Walt Disney World Webo Saito. Tony, you'd assume that they know the capacity of their rides, right? Yes. So you'd also assume that they know the capacity of their park, right? Yes. So with the reservation system to the 
park mm-hmm. and then the reservation system to the attraction. Wouldn't you think between the two of those, every single solitary person who gets in on that day will be able to get a reservation and ride on this brand new attraction that's drawing them to the park? You would think that. I don't think that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't Listen, get I it. think this uh, attraction has a huge capacity. I don't know what those numbers are yet. I haven't Capital seen U? A, uh, what? Capital U, huge? Yeah, capital huge. It's going to be huge. Uh, you know, th- they're loading two trains uh, simultaneously. Uh, I think they're probably running six to seven trains, I- I'm assuming. There's a very large track and a very large building. Um, yeah. So I-, I think they have, you know, the ability to, you know, really crank up the throughput on this baby. Yeah. Um, I can... There hasn't been a lot of downtime so far since it's been open. So Hmm. that's good. Well, the hard part is they might have variable throughput. So I I typically calculate throughput on attractions. And I remember first time I, or the first couple times I rode Gringotts, I got different numbers and I thought that was insane. And then I found out later they have variable throughput. So they can, depending on where other vehicles are at the show Mm -hmm. scenes on the track, uh, and it's also a coaster, they Mm. can speed up the initial scene in the beginning which mm. starts your journey yeah. or they can slow it down and so it takes a little bit longer yeah. um, so I, I wonder if they have that, that element built in but typically you're, you're looking at 1920 is the normal throughput but yeah. who knows maybe it'll be even larger than that yeah yeah these are very long long large trains uh each car is holding four people two in front two in the back seat kind of thing okay uh so they're very large and they and might how many be cars able- how many of those quads? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna say like six. I think it was like one, two. All right. So I'm that's gonna say 24. at least six. Okay. Uh, six times four, so it's 24 people. And I think they might have the ability, like you're saying, to speed up the front part of this. You know, before you launch. Okay. Obviously, there's a little. Uh, they yeah. could either speed that up or slow that down. Uh, you know, based on how fast they you know want to get people through it. So. We'll see. All right. Well, it's it's always good to know. Yep. Permit suggests slow internet at Walt Disney World is disappearing. I thought I thought it originally said disappointing, and I was going to say yes. Well, research shows you are correct. People do not like slow internet. Right. If you spent any time at Walt Disney World Resort, which I did last week, you've probably encountered laggy internet at some point in time. Nowadays, having internet access is crucial to enjoying your Disney World Parks vacation because it includes such things as dining reservations, Magic Mobile, Lightning Lane Management, Genie Plus system, and even your room's access. This means that slow internet services are more than a little bit frustrating. Now, it seems that Walt Disney World officials may be upgrading their internet services throughout the Orlando property. A new construction permit for Fiber Optic Expansion Phase 1 indicates that the web is about to get a lot faster for guests. Which honestly, Tony, I, I don't know why they haven't started that sooner. I had fiber mm. at my house, and yeah, it it is. It's it's much faster. It's a much stronger internet yeah. service. The permit was filed on May fourth, twenty twenty two, and does not list an expiration date. However, a vast majority of work permits expire one year from the date of their initial filing. So it's unlikely that phase one of the project will. Uh, it's so it's likely that the phase one will need to be finished by May fourth of twenty twenty three. Right. At the time of publication, the Walt Disney Company has not issued a statement regarding the upgraded internet service, which they probably don't want to reveal their partner just yet because only a couple groups do fiber. Um, but to access complimentary Wi-Fi, you need to select the Walt Disney World Network from a Wi-Fi-enabled device. Then you browse the internet, read emails, you can access instant messaging, share memories from your vacation, and use the MDE or My Disney Experience. And right. you also got to accept the terms of use. That's the one caveat to all of this so um if you do have issues while you are at the resort we're going to give you a handy number just remember this podcast episode and remember the timestamp here come right back here and we'll let you know it's 407-827-2732 sounds good to me i think that they really need to amp up because we were in the parks and we could barely get on the internet uh i turned it off I turned off I turned off Wi-Fi and just got on cell service, uh, and it was yeah. a lot better because their internet that, is 
especially in the front of Epcot right now because not all the buildings are there, towers are missing and stuff. So I think it's just a little wonky. So anyway, yeah, I don't use Wi-Fi in the parks ever. Yeah. I just use my data. Yeah. But unfortunately, we are a majority of an, or we were a majority of an international park. Yeah. Um, majority of visitors are not from here, yeah. so I understand why it would be right. a, a large need. Yeah. Yeah, they probably turn off their cell and just use the mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. We're, you know, the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, even the hotels have gotten better. Uh, the hotels mm-hmm. have gotten better. The parks are still the the trouble spots, and I think it's just because the, the volume of people, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need a lot of access points, you know, to kind of keep the flow of traffic moving. So, anyway, yeah. too much internet details for everybody. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about our dear friend Guardian of the Galaxy one more time. Oh uh, man, what what is this? I've never heard about it. It's the Guardian Show, sponsored by <laughs> Dramamine. <laughs> you got to sponsor by something from the seventies. Yeah. All right. So it's opening on May twenty seventh. May twenty seventh, virtual queue. Uh, this is how it's going to work. So guests, uh, you can either get, do a virtual queue, or you'll be able to purchase an individual lightning lane. You know, that's where you buy the Disney Genie Plus. Then you you pay fifteen dollars per person per day, and then you'll spend more money for this lightning lane. And I'm going to assume it's going to be at the high end of that number. I'm going to probably like five dollars. More like twelve to fifteen is my guess for this. Oh man! Initially, I wonder if you could do based multiple on purchases. Demand. Do what? Well, do you think you could do multiple purchases of it? Like, no. you get the lightning, you get the plus, and then you get you pay fifteen bucks, and could you pay fifteen bucks, and could you pay fifteen bucks? No, I think so. It's they won't take per... your money over and over no. again. No, I think it's one per day, one per customer, even with the lightning lane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the current highest price for. Uh, anything is Star Wars at $15, and I think it'll be the same as that. I agree. Uh, which seems to be the most uh, comparable e-ticket to Cosmic Rewind. And once again, this is my theory. Mm-hmm. My theory is they only do one virtual queue. So they got rid of the Remy virtual queue, and now Cosmic is getting it. I don't think Disney has the capacity to run two virtual queues at the same time. And I have not found any information that will say otherwise. Okay, so in California, they run two virtual queues simultaneously. I don't think they have the ability to do it here. Okay, so you think that they just here they can't do it. Because they do it in California, Mm -hmm. so they can do it. Disney does have the capacity to do it at somewhere on their system. Because they do it for Rise, and then they do Mm -hmm. it for the Spider-Man attraction. Mm Mm-hmm. so they, they and they have them both at the same time and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Did they ever have flight of passage at the same time as Rise? Nope. Okay. Okay. Nope. Well, the interesting they thing they always will be when, shut one down and start another. The I will be curious to see if Guardians is as hype as everybody thinks it's going to be, including the company and us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when Tron drops, they will need it for Tron, mm-hmm. and yep. they might. Prove you wrong. They nope. might not. They might nope. prove you right and drop it on October first. But I'd be yep. happy with that because then I wouldn't have to wake up at seven a.m. and click on my phone and pray to mm-hmm. God that they didn't mm-hmm. geofence me off. But mm-hmm. we yeah. won't know until yeah, that we don't comes. know what the, if there's going to be if you're going to have to be in the park to do it. But let's talk about the details. So um, one is you'll need the My Disney Experience app, like a duh. You'll need to have notifications <laughs> turned on because that's how they're going to notify you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is the other thing? Uh, all right, so this is how the queue is going to work. Step one, you're going to check your availability. So you're going to log into the My Disney Experience app at one of the distribution times. You're going to – they haven't said what those are yet, You know whether it's 7 a.m. and 1.30 like they were doing. You know There was the early – distro and then the afternoon distro uh they may split that up again so you might have a fighting chance you'll select your virtual (laughs) queues on the home screen to view the current status and then the next steps for joining the virtual queue the app will indicate when there is no availability for a specific distribution time or if the backup group is available so remember later on at rise they were doing backup groups like 
they did one through 50, and then they did mm-hmm. like three, four, or five backup groups just in case something happened. At one point, I got into group. I think it was 189 yeah, or something, exactly. some absurd number like yeah. that. But I actually got in. I I was I had to do something too, and I ended up missing it because I yeah. I got it. That was the first time I ever went on it. But yeah, backup yeah. groups do work. Yeah. Uh, step two, you'll need to enroll your entire group. That means in the My Disney Experience app, you need to make sure that you're friends with everybody in your traveling group. They're all on your My Disney Experience app. Otherwise, they are not going with you. <laughs> uh, so as long as all the accounts are linked to your group, you know, somebody is the master manipulator, then you'll be able yeah. to do that. Everyone needs That's to have a... Just bring Tony with you. Tony yeah. can find a way to get you in even if you don't have a pass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone needs to have a valid admission and park reservation for the park that you will visit uh, so you can enroll everybody. So that is a key important thing to this one too. Park reservation and a park ticket for everybody in your group. So like for instance, like we were trying to make reservations in September for something. But uh, can't do it. Uh, nobody could do it for me because my uh, annual pass expires, and I haven't renewed oh it. Goodness. It was after the pass expiration date. So wow. Disney was saying, "No, you can't bring this Tony Castle person with you because his pass is expired." So yeah. you got to pay. But attention you can only to upgrade your pass within a month. So then, uh, how two in months. The world you do are sixty you days. Oh, it's 60. Okay, okay. 60 now. Yeah, I just did. I did look it up. Okay, nice. Um, all right, so you're going to enroll everybody uh, at the same time. All right? Yep. Then, step three, uh, enjoy the experience. If your boarding group is called, you will return to the specific time. Uh, you'll receive a notification via the My Disney Experience app. Then you'll head over to the entrance of the Guardians, and you'll ride during your time. Um what was the thing up here? Uh, all right. Uh, virtual queue and distribution time. Uh, They're subject to change, cancellation, or availability. Distribution schedules will be available in the My Disney Experience app once they announce them. But just because you have a virtual queue does not guarantee you a ride. Tony, quick question for you. Did you uh, did the ride have any uh, breakdown time? I know Rise is terrible at breakdown Nothing. time. Nothing. Wow. Okay. Nothing. So whoever built it, which funny enough, I think I know somebody who actually worked on the attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, then they're a good company that you want building things. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Um, there was a couple times where they didn't uh, launch immediately. Like they loaded but didn't take mm-hmm. off immediately. And I just think that it was just because there was cars on the too many trains on the track already, you know. And yeah, the system but, just but said, you didn't. I didn't, you didn't see, see large breakdown. hordes of people no. sitting down no. in the queue along the walls like I did for no. Ratatouille and uh, no. Rise. The queue line moved uh, very consistently all the, the entire time. We were we were barely standing in any place longer than a minute or two. Wow! It, and how long was, was your wait? It was an hour, and we were moving the entire time. Wow, an yeah. hour wait, moving the entire time, and yeah. you guys, it didn't break down. That's yeah. uh, that's yeah. impressive. I, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's the best thing one. they built in the last 10 years. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. How about a little headline Line news? And now, the headline news. All right. Uh, hey, if you have a Disney Visa card, you can now save up to 35% on select rooms at Olani. So if you're looking to go to Hawaii, now is your chance. I'm actually going in uh, November. So we already have our hotel. We somehow, my dad's girlfriend snagged six days, five nights at 300 bucks per night. I that don't is know nuts. I, I I, I don't know what she did. I don't know who she who she approached. Uh, it might have been a guy in a back alley. We might get there, and it might be a, a hotel called a Looney, and it's mm-hmm. it's actually not yeah. what at all what we think it is. But somehow we're in for very very cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're gonna have a Chase Lounge by the pool. Hey, if it's there, I just want to go there. I I'll take a cabana for three hundred dollars a night if that's what it takes. All right. 
Uh, hey, uh, I, we gotta try this one 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 weekend. Uh, Walt okay. Disney World Foot Golf is going to host three world class competitions. This is an actual sport, people. There's an I international foot like foot golf thing. I Do play you? it. I've been yeah. there to that 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 exact one a few times. Well, they are hosting um, three world class championships this year. If they'll let me use a kickball, because, you know, that's where this jersey yeah. comes from, kickball, I will play. The problem is you usually have to wear, use a soccer ball. So if they have a yes. kickball division, Tony, you're going to see me on ESPN 8, the Ocho, playing at uh-huh. one of these uh-huh. events. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll wait. Uh, hey, Boulder Ridge refurbishment is still planned, uh, but there is no timeline, uh, timeline for that. Hey, Boulder Ridge really needs – this is the original – Wilderness Lodge, DVC, really needs an overhaul. Those rooms are very dated over there. So, okay. uh, Hey, there's a Disney Skyliner popcorn bucket that is available in Epcot. And uh, so far, I think it's still available. It hasn't been sold out. I haven't seen any lines or freaky-deaky things like with figment <coughs> popcorn buckets. So uh, if you're into the Skyliner and you need a popcorn bucket, this is your thing. What does it look like? What's the uh, the it, appearance of the outside? Or are they are they all different? Uh, no, it's one, and it's the fiftieth anniversary bucket. Well, they really missed their opportunity because if they would have made the buckets and you know had a hundred or hundred and fifty different stickers and just had a you know say oh a thousand of each one, man, that would have been worse than Figment. You would have had mm. people stabbing each other in the parking lot to get their hands on these. Or. If they sold you a bucket with nothing on it and then just gave you a book of stickers and you put your favorite characters on it. Yeah, but then you're not going to have the resellers making any money, Tony. we got to think about the resellers here. I don't Maybe care. one sticker, maybe two stickers, but a whole book of stickers? Or they sell the stickers in the shop. Correct. The new, like, creation of course. Shop. And of you get course. to pick the sticker, but then you got to buy 50 buckets in order to put all the stickers on something. Sure. There you go. See, why do we have to think of these things? Yeah, Dear Bob know, Paycheck. Yeah, yeah. And he'll send you your residuals in the mail, too, I'm sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, hey, uh, Edward kind of uh, hinted to this, but there's going to be a new character spot at Epcot over at Communicore Hall. Uh, that is coming soon. Uh, I am psyched for that. I like uh, these. I, I, I specifically like the character spot because you got, you know, five characters indoor in air conditioning Bing, bing, bing. Great experience. Great experience. Uh, Tony, you know how I feel about characters. I've been scarred from I my know. past. I know. So uh, I will I not be I visiting. have to talk to your father. <laughs> <laughs> I got to talk to him about this. <laughs> uh, we kind of spoke about this. Uh, Kite Tales is going away May 27th. It's going bye-bye. It's going to fly off into the big blue yonder. Yeah, I think we spoke a little more on the Disney yeah. Plus show. But, yeah, I'm going to miss watching this thing ram into the crowd, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk about Animal Kingdom. Uh, possibly good news. Parking lot trams may be returning to Animal Kingdom in late May. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. That two I, I parks pref- have parking trams? <laughs> I don't think Animal Kingdom needs one, honestly. I mean, in the morning where you park is kind of a pain. You walk a really long way. Mm-hmm. but. When you start parking in the afternoon, you park on the right-hand side. There's a yeah. sidewalk that runs straight into the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's infinitely quicker, yeah. if you're, especially if you're parked towards that sidewalk, to yeah. just get out of your car and walk 50 feet. If there needs to be trams anywhere in May, it's going to be Epcot because that parking lot is going to mm-hmm. be full at capacity yeah. all day, every day, from now until Tron opens. And not just that, but that walk is arduous. It feels like yes. the sun is If you're parked in, like, Journey... Which is, yeah. you know, in the Magic Kingdom, that's a long <laughs> haul. Yeah, you're you're past the uh, the the phosphorescent uh, solar panels. Yeah, hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and hey, Kevin uh, from the the character from the movie Up uh, is returning as a roaming character over at the Animal Kingdom again. So there you go. You can go uh, go talk to Kevin. Yeah, Kevin yeah, you know, you know me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. uh yeah. You're, you're right yeah. on that. There, there's a dude in there. That's all I'm gonna say, Tony. <laughs> all right. Uh anything else you have there, Edward? Uh nothing for this show, but uh we're about to talk some crypto, so uh all right. let's get a move on. All right, kids. As we like to say around here, if we don't see online, we'll see ya at the Disney Parks podcast.
The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 